Welcome to Shouts of Grace Radio, practical conversations from God's Word hosted by Pastor Steve Pearson of Redemption Hill Church in Saratoga Springs. At Shouts of Grace Radio, it is our purpose to encourage you to see the Bible as God's source of truth for everyday life and grace as a foundation for a genuine relationship with God. Now, let's join Pastor Steve for today's conversation. Hey, welcome back to the program. We are so delighted that you can join us today. We hope you are having a blessed time as um, we're kind of all bunkered down in this quarantine thing. And and it sounds like um, some restrictions in different places are starting to be lifted and hopefully we can get back to a a normal life. But, But until then, you're in front of your radio or you're driving in your car somewhere here in Utah County in the Uinta Basin or, or out in Vernal or Richfield, and you get the chance to listen to Shouts of Grace. And so we're so blessed that you can join us and that you would join us. If you are a new listener, uh, we just want to say welcome to the program and to also let you know that we do have a number of past episodes that you can um, go and catch up on. If you go to shoutsofgraceradio.com and there you'll probably find um, in excess of, of uh, 100 and, you know, 910 uh, past episodes where we talk about a variety of topics. We we talk about um, family. We talk about theology. We talk about real life social problems. And what we do here on Shouts of Grace is we take all of those things and we apply them through the lenses of a biblical worldview and what Scripture says about those. And so um, if you are a regular listener, we want to welcome you back and say uh, thank you for your support as well as uh, the support of Key Radio here in Provo, Utah for the use of the studio's um, we are blessed indeed. Um, we've been going through a lot of different things lately with different pastors from around the country, friends of mine. And so um, today what I want to do is, is I kind of want to uh, go off of a, a topic series, if you will, and kind of go back into scripture. And and, and what I want to do is is kind of expound on a particular text um, and and see what and see what God has for us. And, and I also want to let you know that joining me again in studio is Pastor Joe Funicello from Redemption Hill Church. How you doing, my brother? I'm doing good. Thank you. Always a pleasure. Always yeah. a pleasure. Awesome. Love it. So, so Joe, what I want to do today is I want us to look at a text, and then I kind of want us to kind of just kind of dive off of that and into the idea of what God is saying here and what Scripture has to say about this. So let me just go ahead and read this. It's out of Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19. And here's what it says. I call heaven and earth to witness against you today that I have set before you life and death, blessing and curse. Therefore, choose life that you and your offspring may live. Joe, we're taught from the youngest of ages that everything that we do, whether we say uh, something, whether we act upon something, everything has consequences, right? That there are choices. All of us make choices every day. Those choices define uh, our, our future. They define whether it's 10 minutes in our future or 10 years in our future sometimes, right? And, and here, God is talking about something so impactful that it would actually impact an entire nation for years to come. And what he's saying is, Here in Deuteronomy, I am getting ready to bring you into a land, a land that's flowing with milk and honey, right? You you didn't build this land. You didn't plant these gardens. You didn't build this house. He says in the beginning of the book, towards the beginning of the book in chapter eight, I believe it is, he says, when I do that, when you go into the land, hey, don't forget who I am, right? And, and, And so he's making 
he's 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 basically letting them know that I know how this game works with humanity, right? When everything's provided for you, like manna was provided for you for forty years, quail was provided for you, water came out of the rock. I did the most miraculous things that your eyes have ever seen, and now you're going to go in, and all that's going to be provided for you by the land. Don't forget me, because I know this game. When when the provider provides, you're 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 clinging to him. When when you don't see the direct hand of God providing or the means by which he provides, when he provides through the land and not miraculously, you're going to forget me. And so that's kind of the backdrop. That's the context of this. But he also says something else in the book. He talks about idol worship. I'm bringing you into a land where there's a lot of idols. There's a lot of people that are worshiping false gods, right? And, and And so when you pack all that together, now you come towards the end here and he says this, I'm setting before you life and death, meaning you are going to have choices when you walk into this land. I'm setting before you blessing and curse. Therefore, he says, choose life. Joe, talk about this idea that that when we seek the Lord, um, let's 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 start in the beginning, right? God sets before every human every human being. God sets before them life and death. Talk about what that is. What is that choice? that every human being has been given by God. Well, you know, Scripture clearly states that God's Spirit is constantly working on mankind, and He is uh, attempting through His Spirit to draw man to Himself. And, in, in, of course, uh, for the last 2,000 years of relationships through His Son, Jesus Christ. And so God lays that before us by His Spirit, working, convicting us of sin, of righteousness and judgment. And so God is always wooing, drawing, saying, here I am, here I am. Not unlike what he's doing here with the children of Israel. He's just given them uh, something before that to say, listen, this is what I see on the horizon. Make sure you do this because this is really best for you. Um, so, But the Lord is always attempting to draw us into a relationship that we can experience him, know his love, and walk with him, not roles, not a religion, not anything else, but him himself. And in that and out of that flows life um, for us. Yeah. You, you know, t- talk about this for a second, because, you know, if God sets before us life and death, you know, blessing and cursing, and he says, choose life. Okay. A person is is faced with that choice. What does it mean? You know, you're going to be, you're, you're, you're faced with the gospel of Jesus Christ, right? The, the gospel of Jesus Christ, that, that you are a sinner, that you are dead in your trespasses and sins, that that God seeing that plight of mankind decided to intervene and step into time and eternity, give his son as a ransom for you, basically paying the price for your sins um, and your rebellion towards God, that while you were a sinner, cursing him, walking away from him, Christ came and showed him just this incredible love and died for you, that if you put your faith in him, um, that your choice, you can put your faith in him, and you will have eternal life. So a person does that, right? What are the what are the blessings of that? Because it says there that, that God sets before you life and death, blessing and cursing. What's the blessing of a Christian? Okay, well, the, of course, the number one blessing is eternal life. Yeah. It's promised. Um, we went over that in, in, in our, our prayer time on, on Monday when we were on, on Facebook. But, you know, uh, a person who puts their faith in Jesus Christ, it's his righteousness that is given to me. And so I now have a guarantee. It's based on Christ's work, 
Christ's righteousness, I have eternal life. And we saw at the end of the book of Revelation when there was a judgment coming, and everybody stood before the Lord. Those that weren't written in the Lamb's book of life, well, what were they judged by? They were judged by their works, good or bad, but they're never going to meet the requirement of perfection, and Jesus meets that. So the very first thing is I have eternal life, and then coupled with that, I have a personal relationship. You know, people use that all the time, but I have something that he's the God of the living, not the God of the dead. Sure. I have a relationship with the God of the living and uh, I, I get eternal life and all this other stuff added too. It, it's, it's a blow, a blow away. It's, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. I, I think of a couple for myself, you know, um, I think of companionship, right? Uh, Jesus said, I'll never leave you. I'll never yes. forsake you. That, that, yes. that, that's a blessing that comes with being a Christian. You know, we, we live in a very lonely world. And yeah. what I mean by that is, is you, you can, you can have a lot of friends and you can have a lot of popularity and you can have, you know, just a, 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 a crazy amount of money and can be the loneliest person in the world, yep. you know? And yep. so I like personally this idea of companionship because there are times when I go through things in life and have this collision with reality, Joe, that, that, um, that even, even my wife, who is my closest companion on earth and who loves me, even my wife can't help me. Yeah. And there are times when I feel very alone and I'm assured that one of the blessings of being a Christian is God never leaves me. Lo, I am Amen. with you always, even till the end of the earth. And, and I'm really, I'm really thankful for that because th- there are times when, when I can't even express to humanity what is in my heart and the angst that's in my soul. But God knows that because he's with me. And so companionship for me is, is definitely a blessing to, to being a Christian. I, I think, I think one of the greatest things that, that, that any, one can have is peace you you Amen. have peace yes. with god you know i mean the war's over right yeah. scripture says that 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 when we're not um following jesus when we're not uh, believers we're actually at enmity or at war with god and yeah. and, and man you know d- during those times when the news was showing the gulf war and all this stuff there, there's a nervousness when there's war because you never know what can happen you never know what comes around the corner and, and how much more a nervousness when a person's at war with God, when they're at war with their maker. In fact, scripture says, woe to the one who wars with his maker, yeah. you know? And so to know that that day when I accepted the Lord, one of the blessings that God set before me was you and I got peace now. You, yeah. you and I, yeah. you can actually, I mean, I used to lay my head on my pillow every single night for a gosh, a good eight years. And my last prayer, and I knew there was a God that existed was please don't let me die. Because I knew I wasn't at peace with him, and so for me, that's a that that's another big one. Um, I I know I know forgiveness is a big one for a lot of people. I, I can I'm actually forgiven. I don't I don't have to live in my past. I don't yeah. I don't have to you know. And so definitely a, a, a lot of blessings. Yeah. Any more that stand out to you that you just personally find find just relieving? Um, you know, I was just you know as you get my age, you 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 think about things and they're in your mind, and then all of a sudden they're gone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But uh, as you were, you were saying, oh, here, here it is. It, it, it came back. You mentioned having peace with God. And then it, it, we also go from peace with God to get peace from God. Yeah. And one of the richest blessings there is, is to have the peace from God. You know, we have that peace, like you mentioned, we have it. It is, it is given to us. It's, it's uh, as if it was a legal document. We have peace with God. It can't be taken away. And then to all of a sudden experience the peace from God. Oh boy, that's yeah. rich. That's rich. You know, we, I think every soul, every heart cries out for, um, and this is the way we're made. We have that, we have that God vacuum and we need to fill it with something 
actually, if we're not filling it with God, we, we will fill it with anything because it cries out. But when we fill it with God, that's what we were made to uh, have a relationship in Deuteronomy you just read to love him, not for his great benefit. He knows what we need for our great benefit. Yeah. And then we reap all the benefits of that from him. Amen. So. Amen. And you know, one of the great things about this thing that God has set before us, life and death, blessing and cursing, is God tells us beforehand of each of those. He tells us what they're going to be, right? He tells us, look, if if you seek me, if you follow me, here's how you will be blessed. And if you don't, here's how you will be cursed. Here's what will happen. God actually lays out. It's not like he just says, hey, choose one and let's see what happens, right? Yeah. That's that's not yeah. how that works. And so what I want to do on the other side of the break here is is, is I want to talk about this idea of why it is that that people, when we make choices, let's let's say specifically, we make a choice um, f- that has negative consequences. Why we just don't seem, we don't seem to care. We don't seem to think much about the consequences until we're in them, right? Until we're living them mm-hmm. out, and then we're like, "Oh dear Lord, save me if they're if you're even there, right?" And so yeah. let's let's talk about that on the other side of the break. You're listening to Shouts of Grace with Pastor Steve, the radio ministry of Redemption Hill Church in Saratoga Springs, Utah. For more information about Redemption Hill, you can visit our website at rhutah.church. Shouts of Grace Radio is thankful for the encouragement from Key Radio, reaching Utah with the good news of eternal life from their station in Provo, Utah. Now, let's join Pastor Steve for the conclusion of today's conversation. Hey, welcome back. Um, we are in studio today with uh, Pastor Joe Funicello from Redemption Hill Church. And before the break, Joe, we were just talking about um, this this idea that, that Deuteronomy thirteen uh, or Deuteronomy thirty nineteen lays out that God has set before humanity life and death, blessing and cursing. And his 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 desire is that we would choose life. He says, yes, right? And, and and part of the reason I think is because. There are consequences, right? That there are there are ramifications for when we choose not to walk with God, and and I think sometimes, or a lot of times, myself and others as well, we don't think real deep in those areas, right? Or we'll hear the warning and we'll be like, yeah, whatever, you know. My 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 son recently, you know, uh, saw, saw a skateboarding sign on the sidewalk, and, and he decided that the sign didn't apply to him, and so he he rode a skateboard and and then the, the the police pulled up and scared him, and and he realized the sign does apply to him, right? And there was <laughs> yeah. there was consequences. So so you know on 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 that front, Joe, um, you know, I I think one of the reasons why, and get your thought on this too, one of the reasons why people don't um, necessarily pay attention to the consequences because it's not their reality in the present. I mean, meaning this, I think of Jacob and Esau, right? Esau was the firstborn of of Isaac, and Esau had the birthright, and it was it was a it was a place of prominence, the name, a double portion of the inheritance, right? And 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 Esau one day was very hungry, right? He was hungry. He walked in, he smelled something that Jacob was cooking, and he said, "Hey, give me give me some of that stew." And Jacob said, "Well, sell me your birthright." Jacob understood the importance of it. And Esau said something very interesting. He said, what is my birthright to me? I'm going to die of starvation. And so he sold his birthright in the present for a present need, sacrificing a future reward. Well, here's what happened. 20 years later, Isaac was going to die. And Jacob went in and he stood before, he, he kind of connived his dad. He stood before his dad. He got the blessing. He walked out and, and, and then Esau walked in and he said, I'm here for my blessing. And the father said to the son, who are you? He said, who are you? And he goes, what do you mean? I'm Esau, your son. And he goes, I don't know you. 
That's what he says there in, 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 in Genesis. And he goes, what? He goes, don't you have a blessing for me? And it says Esau starts to weep and cry bitterly. And the father says, no, I don't. Here's the point. Esau, 20 years earlier, thought so little of what his future was because he cared so much about his present. And he sacrificed his future for his present. The problem, Joe, is the future became the present one day. It showed up and God held him to his decision he had made 20 years earlier. And here's why that's important is that happens every day. Joe, people, people, people do not see the reality that their future is coming. It's going to collide with them. It's going to be their present. So they sacrifice eternal things for temporal things because they're hungry now. Even though Esau, you know, three hours later is going to be hungry after he's filled, yeah. he doesn't even realize what he sacrificed, but God held him to it. And Joe, is it not true that when a person sacrifices the temporal or sacrifices the eternal for the temporal so they can have something now and they give mm. away eternity for it, when they show up like Esau in front of God, they will weep bitterly. Yes. They will say, Father, and he's going to say, I don't know you. Just like just yeah. like Isaac said to Esau, yeah. who are you? I don't know who you are. And he weeps and he cries bitterly. Yes. And that is going to be a, a sobering day for a lot of people. Yes, it is. And, you know, Jesus says that in his word when he said, <clears throat> what, does it gain, what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world? Everything you could have in this life and you lose your own soul for eternity. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you see that. And, and I'm just reminded it's never too late until it's too late. You know, um, when we do things, we have consequences, and, and they're, they're throughout Scripture. You see them in your own life. If you live a life of, um, you know, just snacking on things and eating junk food all continually, what's going to happen? You're going to put on pounds, and you might get diabetes, or you might get, have all these health issues. There are consequences. Um, and so I think a lot of times— you know, there's so much that fills the air today with Facebook and, and everything and move it just everything. And it almost seems as if it, people are being filled up with everything. But the really important thing, you know, what are you doing with God and where is he in your life? And if everything shut down, everything electronically there was and we were just at our houses a week went by, two weeks went by, three people would be considering some of those other things because I think people get filled up, filled up with so much and they're missing the very important point. God created you. He loves you. He wants for you. For Jesus says, hey, do not fear when he said to his believers, it's, your, it's the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. He mm-hmm. desires that. He has created us for a relationship and to bring us into a relationship with him in eternity. And people throw it away for the silliest, silliest things. And it's sad. Yeah. You know, it's, it's funny because when I asked my son, um, hey, you know, did you see the skateboard signs that said no skateboarding? He, he said, yeah, dad, I saw it. And I said, then why didn't you heed it? Why didn't you listen to it? He said, I didn't think they were serious. <laughs> and, and, and here's the thing. He found out they, they, they were serious. Yeah. Joe, God has set signs up. He set signs in his word. Mm. You know, I mean, one of the greatest signs, it's known to everybody around the world that God so loved the world that yeah. he gave his only son that whoever would believe in him would not 
perish, Amen. but would have eternal life, right? God gave us that sign. God's not willing that any man should perish, but that all should come to repentance. God posted the sign, but people don't think he's serious. Yeah. People think the sign doesn't apply to them. They think they can do whatever they want, and they could sell everything in eternity for temporary and then have eternity when they arrive on the shores of eternity. And yeah. God is saying, as Esau, as Esau was told by Isaac, he's God saying, who are you? I don't know who you are. You gave away your future yeah. for your present. And man, that is a, 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 just a reality that's frightening mm -hmm. for a yes. lot of people. Listen, Bible says God will not be mocked, Joe. Whatever a man sows, that is what he'll reap. Talk yeah. about that. What does that mean in regard to eternal matters? Well, it, like you just mentioned, when your ship goes on to the shore of eternity, and you face God, and you've done nothing with it your entire life, then do not expect to receive from God what he has desired to give you your whole life. You have mm. cast it aside. You have decided, I'm not interested. I'm interested in everything else, or I'm interested in something else. It's, we are created, we are created to have a relationship, to worship him. And if we're not doing that, we're worshiping something else. We're worshiping ourselves. We're Maybe worship in our bodies because we're at the gym, we're young, we're, uh, we're worshiping a career. Or we are born to worship him. And if you, at the end of your life, have sailed and hit that eternal shore and you have thought only of yourself, only of what you can do to fill yourself, because you're going to fill it with something, you're going to fill your life with something other than what the Lord requires of himself, then you're going to reap those eternal consequences and you cannot go back and change them. I mean, that's a sad point. Back to the verse. What is it? What does it profit a man if he gained everything, everything, and he lost his own soul? And that breaks, I believe, God's heart. And he desires that for no man. And we know that in scripture. Yeah. Um, in the last, in the last two minutes that we have, I want to, I want to talk to the listeners that are, um, they're they're not right with God, meaning you don't have a relationship with God. Maybe you're maybe you're camping out in a church somewhere, hiding hiding with all the people. Um, you, you can't hide your heart from God. And, and I want to talk to you for a second. Maybe those of you who have walked away from God and you're embracing the world, or those of you that don't even believe in God. Maybe you're an atheist, agnostic. You just you're just like, well, whatever. I don't even care about religion. What you choose to believe as you depart from the living God does not determine truth. God determines truth. And if you choose to walk away and you choose to live away from his will and desire to save your soul and to redeem you from a certain judgment, if you choose to do that, then you are choosing the part of Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19, that says you're choosing death. You're choosing the curse, not God. And, and you need to hear something very hard. God will honor your decision. He will give you exactly what you want. He will feed you spoon by spoon what you have chosen to, to feed yourself with. You've chosen to feed yourself with the rejection of Jesus Christ, with the rejection of the gospel. God will give it to you. But listen, he will give it to you in the full measure. He will give you back on your lap what you have chosen, the consequences of what you've chosen to reject, and that is salvation in the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says you're a sinner. The Bible says that the wages of that sin is a death. It's a judgment. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. You will never change that truth no matter how much you deny it. 
It is your reality. And if you choose in this life to give away your future for your present, your future will show up one day and it will be your present. And the Bible tells us in Revelation 20, you will stand before a great white throne judgment. The books will be open and anyone's name who was not found written in the book of the life, which is the Lamb's book of life, will be judged according to what he has done. And God will take the full measure of all your works, everything, and he will levy it and put it into your lap. My friend, that is a reality. You can't escape it. God is serious. I've set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Choose life. We pray you choose life by receiving Jesus Christ, the Son of God, as the Savior of your life and the forgiveness of your sins. We're out of time for this edition of Shouts of Grace. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Shouts of Grace Radio, practical conversations from God's Word, hosted by Pastor Steve Pearson. We hope that you have been encouraged to see the Bible as God's source of truth for everyday life and grace as the foundation for a genuine relationship with God. If today's conversation encouraged you in your journey following and learning more about Jesus, we would love to hear from you. You can visit us online at shoutsofgraceradio.com. At shoutsofgraceradio.com, you can listen to all of our episodes, share them online with your friends, and find out more about Pastor Steve. Shouts of Grace is an outreach of Redemption Hill Church in Saratoga Springs, Utah. Thank you again for joining us on today's show. And from all of us at Shouts of Grace, it is our prayer that you would grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ. Shouts of Grace.